Good morning, sports world. How y'all doing? We back at it again today. Another episode of Tough Talk. It's your host, Reggie Wells. Sports, man. I've been very excited since sports made its return back into my life, back into the life of all Americans across the nation. Got a lot of good stuff coming up, man. Let me give y'all a recap of what's been going on so far. Wednesday, July 22nd, we had the Clippers play the Magic. Clippers won 99 to 90. These are the scrimmages, by the way. These are the little scrimmages before the season officially starts this weekend. Clippers played the Magic. Clippers won that game, won that scrimmage 99 to 90. Nuggets played the Wizards. I just want to give a shout out to Bobo Bo and Jokic. Jokic. I think that's how you say Jokic's first name, Jokic. I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but. Them boys out there balling. They got Jokic running point guard, man. He throwing no-look dimes to Bobo. I've been telling people Bobo is probably the best center to come out of that draft class. In all seriousness, man, Bobo was tearing the pack to up. up. He's a center hitting threes. He can dribble, pass, court vision. He's just like Jokic, but 7-2, you know? Shout out to them boys out there. Bradley Beal doing his thing with Washington always. Respect to him. The Pelicans beat the brakes off the Nets, 99-68. We all know the Nets are not going anywhere until Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving returns next season. They got Jamal Crawford, though, so that's a nice little pickup for next year as well. But as far as the bubble, Nets out of there, brother. Miami Heat versus the Sacramento Kings. Those were all the games for Wednesday, July 22nd. Thursday, July 23rd, had the Spurs play the Bucks. Blazers play the Pacers, Mavericks play the Lakers. We saw what was going on. Luka's first game, I seen him hit a step back three over Anthony Davis. Luka is in prime form. LeBron James is in prime form, finishing fast breaks and three dribbles. Lord, it's looking real scary out there in that West. Then we got the Phoenix Suns play the Jazz. And those were the games for the 23rd, Friday. We had the Memphis, Memphis play the 76ers. The 76ers beat the brakes off Memphis. I seen that game as well. Memphis definitely lost that game, but Ja's looking like Ja, always getting it done. Ben Simmons shooting threes, man. Ben Simmons is out here surprising me, dog. Ben Simmons is out here doing his thing, pulling threes, and he's shooting threes confidently. He's not just... He's not just shooting regular three-pointers. He's taking them in rhythm, knocking them down, pulling them unconsciously, no hesitation. I love that from Ben Simmons. They're looking to get Joel Embiid back so they can finish up and finish strong once the playoffs do start. Then we had, after the Grizzlies played the uh, South, after the Grizzlies played the 76ers, we had my Oklahoma City Thunder play the Boston Celtics. Andre Robertson, first game back. What did he do? What did Dre do? What did Big Dre do? Two threes, two clutch threes to give us the lead. We were down by two with like 46 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Andre Robeson, two back-to-back threes, put us up by four, and we beat the Celtics. Then we had the Rockets versus the Toronto Raptors. James Harden is James Harden. Pascal Siakam is Pascal Siakam. I didn't get to see that game, so I don't really know who won or what happened. But you know those boys out in Houston don't play no game. Shout out to Russell Westbrook recovering from the coronavirus. He recently attracted the coronavirus, did not travel with the team to Orlando. But he's back now, back on the court, back playing. So congratulations to Russell Westbrook. Shout out to him. 
Then on the 25th, we had the Los Angeles Lakers play the Magic. Bucks play the Kings. Heat play the Jazz. Nets play the Spurs. Clippers play the Wizards. And the Nuggets play the Pelicans. That was the 25th. Sunday, 26th, which was uh, yesterday, we had 76ers play my Thunder again. OKC won that game again. Just want to put that out there. OKC is going to the West, Western Conference Finals. I don't care what anybody says. We won in the Western Conference Finals. Forget your team. OKC for life. Celtics played the Suns. Devin Booker was on fire. Lord, I've never seen Devin Booker in such a prime basketball in my life until the Orlando bubble. I mean, he's pulling up from any and everywhere. Devin Booker is a prolific scorer, and I think he's one of the most unguardable shooting guards in the NBA right up there next to James Harden. Devin Booker is ridiculous. Then we had the Pacers play the Mavericks, Trailblazers play the Raptors, Houston's play the Grizzlies. I actually got to catch that game a little bit yesterday. James Harden was going off. He had a step back three right in John Morant's face, right in Josh Jackson's face, and everybody else that plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. James Harden is the best scorer in the NBA since Kobe Bryant, in my eyes. I've never seen anybody score the basketball the way he can, what he can do with the basketball on the perimeter and the inside. As far as playmaking, James Harden is just an outstanding basketball player. Today, July 27th, we got the Wizards playing the Lakers at 3 p.m. Kings playing the Clippers at 4. Jazz playing the Nets at 5.30. Nuggets playing the Magic at 7. And we're going to end it off today with the Pelicans versus the Bucks. Tuesday, we got the Grizzlies versus the Heat. Raptors versus the Suns. Spurs versus the Pacers. OKC versus the Trailblazers, and I'm tuning in that game. Best believe I'm watching that game. Trailblazers versus OKC, I can't wait for this one. 6 p.m. Y'all catch that today. John Allison, wherever you at, if you listening, we finna bust that ass today, John. Oh, excuse me. I'm cussing on my podcast. I don't usually cuss on here, but. John, if you're listening, brother, we coming. We coming, John. Tell you that. Then, after OKC, got Boston versus the Rockets at 8. Dallas versus the 76ers at 8.30. On July 13th, zero players tested positive for COVID-19 out of the 346 players that were tested. So that's a good sign. The bubble is really up and running, making, making a very good run, looking good. I love what Adam Silver is doing as far as the bubble. Just keeping players safe, protocol, everything is looking good. And the playoffs is looking real bright, man. I'm I'm so excited for the playoffs. I know you guys are excited for the playoffs. I can't wait for everything to get underway and get going. Now that we have the schedule for today, past schedules for the past couple of days, and what's going to be going, be going on, let's uh, focus on some social issues, some social justice issues I've seen going on. We have Mark Cuban. Let's talk about him. Mark Cuban calls out the owner 
for Washington, Dan Snyder, to show accountability for sexual harassment allegations against teams. Against teams. Basically, what this saying is Dan Snyder had some issues going on with other teams, some serious allegations here, and I just appreciate Mark Cuban for being that NBA owner to hold other NBA owners accountable. That's one of my favorite things I love about the NBA, to be honest, is the players, the owners, the coaches, and the front office, the commissioners, things of that nature, they hold people accountable for their actions. Unlike some of our other major sports leagues that we have here in America, the NBA is definitely gonna hold you accountable for your actions and mistakes. So shout out to Mark Cuban for that. The WNBA, let's move on to the WNBA. They're, the way they handle social justice issues is just amazing to me. I love the WNBA. I love what they're doing. Their season's getting back started. I had their schedule too. I can give you guys their schedule. I'm going to give it to you anyways, but let me read this statement regarding uh, Kelly Loeffler. I don't really know her name, but she is a co-owner for the Aces, I believe. Oh, no. she's the, Sorry. Excuse me. She is a co-owner for the Atlanta Dream. This statement was released July 7, 2020 by the WNBA Commissioner Kathy Elgenberg. The, WA, the WNBA is based on principles of equal and fair treatment of all people, and we, along with the teams and players, will continue to use our platform to vigorously advocate for social justice. Senator Kelly, Kelly whatever, she's a senator, senator, by the way, she's also a senator, has not served as a governor of the Atlanta Dream since October 2019 and is no longer involved in day-to-day business of the team. Basically, what Mrs. Uh, Kelly said was that players were speaking speaking up and using their voice and their platform that they have to bring awareness to the common and like I'm trying to see a very good way to word this the most recent police brutality events going on in this country regarding uh, Breonna Taylor the WNBA players have put her name on the back of their jerseys right under the player's last name to show that they want to bring awareness and arrest the killers who murdered Breonna Taylor. Arrest the officers. I'm calling them officers because they are officers, but they also did murder Breonna Taylor, so murderous officers, whatever. Arrest the murderers who killed Breonna Taylor by doing that and just spreading awareness. And the senator, Miss Kelly, she didn't agree with it. She's, she's very... Deaf tone, tone deaf, not deaf tone. She's very tone deaf, inconsiderate at this point. That's how I feel. And if you're not with the movement, then you're against the movement. So obviously, she's not with the movement. She's against the movement. And I can, I admire the WNBA for standing up in what they believe in and knowing right from right and wrong from wrong and doing the right thing by releasing that statement and continue to fight for social justice issues. Another issue we have is a former Penn State basketball player, Roger Bolton, transferred to our state after Coach Pat Chambers made a comment about a noose around Bolton's neck. That is absolutely ridiculous. This was uh, July 6, 2020. Statement basically said, for the past year, many have questioned why I left Penn State after my freshman year. I was a scholarship athlete on the men's basketball 
basketball team. I got playing time. I started part of the season. I was on the Dean's list. I formed many relationships at Penn State and still maintain today. However, no one ever stops to consider that there is more to college athlete than the sport. We are human. We are young men and women. And in my case, I'm a young black man first. A noose around my neck is why I left Penn State head coach Patrick Chambers the day after his on-game suspension in January 2019. And talking to me referred a noose around my neck. A noose symbolizes lynching, defined as one of the most powerful symbols directed to an African-American's invoking the history of lynching, slavery, racial terrorism due to other interactions with the coach. I knew this was a slip of the tongue. I reported this immediately to my academic advisor, confronted Coach Chambers, spoke directly with the AD's office myself. My parents contacted the AD's office in writing and by phone. My parents drove five hours to Penn State to meet with the AD's office. Coach Chambers more than once during this time, Coach Chambers admitted to what he said. I was provided on a meeting and a phone number to text the psychologist. I was taught ways to deal with Coach Chambers' personality type. Coach Chambers never apologized. He said that he was from the North and wasn't aware. Sub Subtle repercussions followed. Some teammates were told I couldn't be trusted and I was told them some teammate some teammates were told I couldn't be trusted and I was told to them told them didn't trust me. I wasn't all in and loyal because I stood up for myself. During my final player slash coach meeting in April 2019, Coach Chambers told me he was really impressed with how well-spoken and organized my parents were. Yet another subtle insult. I only heard from Penn State Integrity Office in reference to my situation six months later, once I was at my new school requesting a waiver. I tell this story because it's not alleged. It was attempted and documented. It was admitted and documented, excuse me. So these are not allegations. This story was ad- admitted by the Penn State head coach, Coach Chambers. Give you his full name once I'm finished reading the article. These are not allegations. Once again, this was admitted and documented. I was provided what my family and I considered surface level reasons, resources while still finishing the season, practicing participating in team events under coach chambers i had or my parents reacted differently it would have only hurt me and i had me it would only have hurt me i had to quit it would have only hurt me i choose to use my head i wasn't the first and i know i wasn't the last everyone's position to speak out isn't the same so i'm only speaking for myself There is a serious need for change in the way players are protected and helped across the country when faced with these issues. Surface level resources are not good enough. In most cases, it is the coach who is protected while the players is left to deal with it or leave. Be the change you want to see. And that statement was released from former Penn State basketball player, Razar Bolton, who is now an Iowa State basketball player. So just addressing some of the issues going on pat chambers admitted to this and this was documented so i respect the young man for his decision and wanted to leave penn state and not basically just sit back and keep his mouth closed about things that were going on 
for him and his personal life and the atmosphere that he was in. So wishing him nothing but the best. Hopefully he moves forward with his basketball career and puts all that behind him while also recognizing that what was going on isn't correct and changes need to be made. Let's go ahead and jump back into the NBA. We're going to I'm going to give you the dates for everything coming up just in case you missed my last episode. You guys can go back check that out. I'm going to give you the dates one more time. August 15th, August 16th, possible playing games. Then on August 17th the playoffs begins. Then on August 31st the conference semifinals start. Then September 15th, conference finals are scheduled to begin. And then September 30th, NBA finals, baby. Who you think is going to the finals? I got OKC coming out the West. We going to the finals. I don't care what nobody says. Forget you guys. OKC for life. And out the East, I definitely got the Bucks coming out the East. Definitely. With, I think without a doubt. The Bucks are coming out the East without a doubt. Once again... It's going to be 22 teams, 8 seeding games per team, and 16, 16 team playoff field. Hope you and guys, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's been a while since I've been, been on talking to you guys, but I just had to let you know what's going on right now in the world of sports and also some of the social, social issues going on in this world right now and in the sports world. It's all one big thing, man. If anyone in this world has a chance to use their voice and platform to make a change and for something good, I believe it's professional athletes or collegiate athletes, however you want to say it, professional athletes and collegiate athletes. They both play a vital role into speaking up for the voices of the unheard. So I appreciate everyone doing their part as far as social Social justice issues, not just playing basketball or being able to play the sport they love. They're actually using their opportunity to make advancements and great changes that we need in this country. So thank you again for everyone, even the NBA players. I've seen Marcus Smart go on an interview, and his answer for the entire day was arrest the killers who murdered Breonna Taylor. That was his answer for the entire day. Tobias Harris also, he was the one who started it, I believe. He had the first interview. And his answer for the entire day, every question was arrest the killers who killed Breonna Taylor. So thank you, Tobias. Thank you, Marcus. Also heard from the interview that they were on the phone with Breonna's mother speaking to her, basically letting them know that they feel her pain and they want justice just as bad as her. So thank you for those guys in the NBA bubble doing that part. Those young women and women in the WNBA doing their part, speaking their mind, and everyone else out there using their voice for the unheard. Thank you again for tuning in. Tough talk, man. We gonna be getting it in real live, real soon. Playoffs starting back up. Can't wait. Super excited. It's gonna be crazy, man. Y'all tune in. Tough talk, baby. I'm up.